welcome to the Skill Shop Pincast. This is episode 10. I'm your host, Graham. And I'm Kayla. And uh, today, our episode is about Skillshot itself. We're going to talk about the history of Skillshot. We're going to talk about a lot of things that Skillshot is doing. We're just going to we're going to read some letters that we've gotten for the Pincast. Uh, it's going to be a little free form, so bear with us. But uh, you're going to love this episode because uh, once again we've got Brad and Gordon with us. Yeah, the uh, reasons that we have a podcast. Exactly yeah. the reason Aww. why we have a uh, Skillshot Zine. Hello, mm-hmm. hello, That's sweet you guys. Yeah. <laughs> thank you. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, let's do a little bit of a chit chat before we jump into the history, though. Uh, it's been a busy little while. Uh, there's a lot going on. Yeah. Uh, you guys all just came back from a, a Seattle Pinball League uh, thing out at Todd's house. Oh, which, I was there. Yeah. Um, we didn't go. Oh, didn't you go. two didn't yeah. go. We, we were, we were practicing uh, at Attaball because mm-hmm. we're playing there tomorrow night. Oh, right. Yeah. For the, we're for slaying the there tomorrow night. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, Todd's was cool. There was 65 players at the SPL today. It was pretty nice. intense. Like It's usually about 50. There's way more folks there today than in the past. And Kayla, what place did you make on that uh, tournament? 17th. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, I was looking at an old issue, and the very first one they had at Todd's, it was 70 people. Oh, my up. goodness. Wow. wow. That was before I, you like started saying, only members. Yeah, yeah. It was just better because it was really hot in there. And not there's if you're playing a game in that room, I just stand outside and wait for my turn because it's just, just too crowded. <laughs> yeah. But, I mean, he's got, like, 27 games that are all, like, A-list, Valley Williams from the 90s. Like, he's got Safe Cracker, too, which is excellent. And then he's got a whole separate structure with like a slurpy machine and e- old EM games next door, bat and pitch stuff. You know. Does he still have America's Most Haunted? He does, and it played great. I used it as my first pick, and I got second place on it. Does it have a kiss? There's no kiss. Uh, there's a WWE, oh. which yeah, might just be taking up room where a kiss should be. <laughs> wow. No one really played it today. Aw. Aw. Yeah. <laughs> Especially not Gary Stern. Mm. Well, Gary just never plays pinball with us. We ask him all the time. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe if we didn't pick on him so I much. I know though. he's a nice. He's a nice man. He is very nice. Oh man. Okay. And uh, another big thing that happened. We'll we'll talk about this at the end when we do plugs. But uh, another big thing going on is. Uh, you know, Seattle's a constantly growing city. I talked about this at the top of the uh, last episode, if you guys listened to that. Um, there is a, a potential development issue. Uh, going on with uh, the block that Shorty sits on there at Second and Bell. Mm-hmm. And um, we've got an, uh, there was a big city hall hearing, huge turnout, uh, and it moved forward to the next step. The designation hearing is October 7th. We'll talk about that further later on. You can always go on Facebook to learn more as Shorty goes to Washington. Mm-hmm. Um, and gosh, what else? And You just got back from a long trip, I did, Kayla. yeah. I Holy had a lot Lord. of cool things happen to me, and I made a lot of the cool things happen as well. Um, let's see, I went I went kind of just through Reykjavik and uh, Copenhagen as like layovers, and then I went to London, Wales, Manchester, Ireland, Berlin, and Rome, and everything was incredible. So, um, pinball Super was sure. good in Berlin, and good in Wales, because I was there for a pinball convention type thing. Sure. But... Um, Ireland has no pinball no. <laughs> unless it's in someone's house. Manchester hates pinball and like makes sure that all their games suck. Like, <laughs> like, we we really had bad. like yeah. we went to this place called Star and Garter Pub and there was like a metal band playing upstairs and like there's a pinball machine. Like, everything's awesome. Champion Pub is off. Why is it off? Um, let's turn it on. No, it's no power. And the bartender's like, "Oh, did you want the power cord for that?" I was like, "What? You yes. didn't even plug it in." So I had to break out my flashlight and like actually get behind the machine and plug it in and wipe off all the dust. And then it worked fine. But after that, it was like 
the next game we played had no DMD on No Fear, so we weren't even sure who was playing. Um, then the next uh, one was a Judge Dread with a shoddy DMD, and then the next one was a Wizard of Oz that just wouldn't take money. So wow, a Wizard yeah. of Oz that wouldn't take money? Yeah, uh, that so usually l- sucks yeah, up the yeah. money. Yeah. <laughs> so happy to take your money. Oh, wow. but it was neat paying for games in pound coins instead of like <laughs> that's the one thing that I noticed that was like way different from for European pinballs that they have so many coins in there that they use all sure. the time because they don't have a note smaller than five. So, you know, they don't have a one no, one pound note. It's all coins. So you'd go walk up to a machine. It would take like a, a 20p, a 50p, a one pound coin, a two pound coin. Same in, in Berlin, too. They would take like all the euro coins except for fives and and pennies. But yeah, like whereas our our machines only take quarters or dollar bills. It's just a really neat. Yeah. I think like I can't imagine like the life of an operator out there to like separate all these coins uh, in the box. Sounds yeah. Like a nightmare. <laughs> like, and here I thought it was exotic when I went to San Francisco a few years ago and paid for like seventy-five cent games for five ball games that Ooh, were modern. Yeah. <laughs> when you when you play like a, a, a modern game though for, and get five balls, that is a I, yeah. I don't know, that still feels very strange to mm-hmm. me. I can't wrap my head around that. Um, there were go quite, to, quite go a to few. Game works and get four balls. That's oh, true. Yeah. <laughs> that's yeah. true. Fair and point. Th- there were quite a few games at the UK pinball party that were set to four balls too, which like totally huh. threw me off. I, oh, why wouldn't it? I mean, it's kind of like a three or you know it's like best yeah. out of three best out of five whatever, right but, but i even had like four, a, like monster bash on saturday was four balls and then monster bash, bash when i was in the finals was on three balls it's like okay wow. there's no rhyme or reason to this but yeah i actually interviewed like kaylee george and jasmine and we talked about that that a bit we'll probably do an episode coming up soon centric to my trip because it was awesome yes <laughs> i I'm, I'm personally really looking forward to our yeah. eventual prospective uh kayla's travelogues episode. yeah um <laughs> And also, another episode that this is just a new idea right now off the top of my head Ooh. based on our conversation, it would be really interesting to do an episode that was based on cultural differences in pinball. Like, yeah. I was trying to think of um, what Darren Hanlon called tournaments. I think down in... Uh, oh, they're comps. Comps, yeah. yeah in Australia, uh-huh. pinball tournaments are comps. Competitions. Yeah, competitions. Comps. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway, just lots of things like that. It would, yeah. I feel like it would take a lot of work to actually flesh that episode out, yeah. but... If we ever get around to it, that's going to be a fun episode. That'd be a lot of (laughs) Skype action there. Yes, indeed. (laughs) All right. So, but let's get to the nitty gritty of uh, what we're doing here. Uh, This is episode 10 of the Skillshop Pincast. It's amazing that we've made it to 10 episodes. Two digits. Yes. (laughs) And we've had good numbers listening. Thank you so much to all of you that are listening. Uh, We really appreciate it. And uh, the the, the Pincast wouldn't exist if it wasn't for... The, the zine Skillshot and uh, Skillshot wouldn't exist if it wasn't for Gordon and Brad and uh, the thing that has been built over the last eight years mm-hmm. and that Kayla and I have been p- privileged enough to uh, participate in. Yeah. Um, so yeah, we're coming up on the eighth anniversary here. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Eight years. Pretty awesome. Yeah, it's really awesome. Yeah, yeah it went by fast. I know. <laughs> <laughs> by super fast, super fast. So Gordon and I have a history of Skillshot uh, that Gordon... Uh, fleshed out uh, in front of us yeah went through all the issues last night I, yeah i was there just was uh, <laughs> just to like see looking at through the indicta and stuff to see when people started contributing and that's kind of mm-hmm. like you know breezing through the news and gossip to see just like when the maiden when new locations came around yeah and mm-hmm. cool i thought it was all very interesting Oh yeah, I, yeah yeah i think we would all agree and and you know that's at the end of the day like the history of skillshot is 
very much the history of the recent history of the pinball community yeah. in Seattle. Jason Hatch just said that earlier Which is tonight. So sweet. Well, there yes. Yeah. yeah. He said that. He said that it's the same as Seattle pinball history. I mean, Python Angelo said it too. Like, yeah. Really oh, man. Yeah. May rest he rest in peace. In peace. Yeah. Love that guy. Well, when we first started out, like, Shorty's was the only location that had more than five machines mm -hmm. most i think the most um the other place they had five would be the that piccolo's pizza oh yeah yeah Piccolo, where was piccolo's i don't across I, the street from dante's it's on roosevelt right oh. used to have a it was a pizza place but it had like flippers and a pinball and oh, neat. logo yeah the logo had a flipper <clears throat> and the um but when they got rid of the pinball they left the the, the oh, logo the same that's cool I, oh well, so yeah, no, no i, that's I cool, didn't actually. think it was very cool yeah, you get tricked, right? yeah, yeah. it's like well, well, i, I wanted to play business pinball and it, the the pinball machines were from the the original owner's original collection. That's oh, that's neat. the first place that I ever saw the um, gold ball. Oh, okay. Because remember they had gold ball there. Mm-hmm. Huh. Yeah. I never got to I go think, there. I, I believe the time, person sure. who owned that uh, business now owns Vidiot. Oh, no way. Okay. Oh. On West Seattle. Yeah. Yes. Wow, that's cool. I could be mistaken, but I'm pretty sure that's true. Yeah. But Gordon, you used to do a zine in DC, right? Like this is not your first zine. Like, no, so. this is um, yeah. I, I did one called WDC period, which uh, pretty much was like uh, punk music art mm -hmm. that ran from '84 to '87 or '89 or something awesome. like that. Yeah, it was like 31 issues, I believe. Damn. <laughs> Very nice. We got that beat already. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. We're coming up on issue 40. Took a little longer than yeah. three years. It though. did. <laughs> yeah. It did. But we're there. Yeah, definitely. Then I did another one in um, the 90s when I moved to Seattle called Teen Fag. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I've got an episode. Uh, not an episode. <laughs> a, uh, an issue of that that you gave me. Yeah. yeah. Someone wrote me a letter recently saying, "I oh, didn't know that you did Teen Fag." Also, by the way. <laughs> that one got a lot of like really positive reviews. I guess they both did, but. The Teen Fag was uh, least critically acclaimed in uh, Fact Sheet 5 at the time. Mm. Oh, that, so that, that was, was like, like a big zine reviewing yeah. zine. A zine that reviewed zines. Yeah. <laughs> so what, what would you call the heyday of zines? Was It was kind of like the, the uh, 80s and early 90s, right? Well, in the 80s, it was a lot of um, a lot of like punk rock zines, and that's how people learned about music and uh, communicated with uh, other scenes and... You know, there was a few big zines like Maximum Rock and Roll and mm -hmm. Flipside and uh, a few others. And then there was a lot of like middle uh, uh, popular zines like Forced Exposure that covered just different kinds of music. And mm -hmm. then there were like more regional ones like mine was WDC period covered the DC music scene. Mm -hmm. And so that was the, a, kind of a heyday. But then in the 90s, it was like the zine explosion happened and yeah. it was just like... Lots of different subcultures had their own zines. Like um, mine was part of the z the queer zine explosion, and mm -hmm. the, the, there was certainly a lot of music scenes. And like um, Dan Halligan. Yeah, I did uh, ten things. Did ten things, and yeah. And there's like, uh, what was that? Uh, one about the guinea pig zero or something like that. It, it was like <laughs> all about like medical testing and oh, yeah, temp neat. slave and. Yeah dishwasher and oh, there was like tons of really cool zines and mm -hmm. they were getting a lot of support in the bookstores and stuff like that like originally you could only do zines and the um sell them at the record stores and then uh -huh. like a lot of independent bookstores started carrying them like pistol books and left bank 
in Seattle were both very sure. uh, supportive of zine selling. Mm-hmm. It was great. I sold lots of zines back then. Cool. Yeah. And then, then it but, kind of fell apart. And yeah, the internet <laughs> kind of uh, you know consumed what yeah. what the heart of zine culture was in a lot of ways. But they're I all think. scanned now, like on the web. It's you. true, you know, yeah. and yeah, and like Skillshot exists on the web. But mm-hmm. so, but th- as far as like making new zines though, and having a, a place to market them is more yeah. difficult. There's a few like distributors that you can uh, go through with, um, you know, to, to you make a zine, then you send it to them, and then they'll sell it for you. And it's kind of like um, I don't know how I don't know how well it works. Like it's not as immediate thing. as like when you yeah. can go to a store and just like see something cool and like oh I'm gonna grab this. Mm-hmm. Or you yeah. get it on consignment kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You have that personal discovery in that moment. Yeah. But, mm-hmm. Like so when we first started, had the idea of doing Skillshot, that was a, a concern of mine because a lot of the bookstores had gone away, mm-hmm. and it was yeah. like we Brad and I wanted to do a zine, and we we're like, uh, but I'm you know thinking about like well. <clears throat> how are we going to distribute this zine and sell yeah. it or stuff like that? And then the revelation of having it like be free was a big, like, you know, light bulb going over my head. It's like, Oh, we'll just make it free. <laughs> yeah. That's huge. And so it was just like, the, you know, like the first one, first three issues were just like a eight and a half by 11 piece of paper folded up. And it was a little, little booklet. Mm-hmm. And, uh, the little guide to the pinball in Seattle. Yeah, yeah. And that was September yeah. 2007 that the first one came out. Yeah. Yeah, I think that uh, we were hanging out at Madison Pub. Yeah, with, yeah. And, and playing I, pinball. I always want. I've always wanted to do a zine with Gordon. Yeah. I ever since I first met him and he told me about his history with zines. Mm-hmm. I've done. Uh, I did uh, one in high school. Uh, that was kind of I w- inherited it from someone that went and moved on to college, oh, okay. and so she left it for me. But I only was around for to do like three issues because I had to move to Georgia. Mm. Uh, but then, but uh, yeah, hooked on it, huh? Yeah, and then I made one when I was in New Orleans, oh, and it was called Dos Nub, and uh, it only had one issue. And I think that maybe you have one of them, and I have one of them, but I think I only made like fifteen. Oh wow! But yeah. then when I met Gordon, it just we knew each other for like two or three years before we actually started hanging out together uh, a lot. Mm-hmm. And um, the whole time before we started hanging out together a lot, I kept telling him, I want to do a zine with you. We're going to do a zine together. And mm-hmm. he's, he tells me that I told other people that we were going to do a zine together. Yeah, I, Not- remember, like, I remember somebody telling me like, oh yeah, Brad asked me to contribute to you and his zine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was already trying to get it going. I kept saying, we're going to have this, we're going to have lunch. We're going to have lunch. Yeah. Yeah. And then remember, I ran into you at the Madison Pub randomly, and we you were playing pinball with Manser, and I played pinball and talked to you, and then uh, went to your house, I think, and you wrote your phone number on the back of a chicken with penis poster. And the next day, I called you, and we had lunch at Julia's. And that was the lunch that I had been oh talking gosh. about for all this, that time. Yeah. And after that, it's been, and that was a really fun day too. I remember that. But Brad was holding Gordon. Shut up. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> For the listeners yeah. at home, after, yeah. it's after, so sweet. They're your best friends. We are best friends. <laughs> after that, like it would just became, uh, you know, what it is now. It is. Uh, we've we've succeeded in all the things we wanted to. Yeah, Brad was like, "Let's do that zine. Let's do that zine." And uh, we were always hanging out at Madison Pub with our friend Steve Manser mm-hmm. and you know, a few other people, but you know, mostly Steve and Brad and I would be hanging around playing pinball. We were like, we should make a zine about pinball. Yeah. Since we like pinball so much. Yeah. Was, it, then, was naming it so easy? Like, were you just like, oh, yeah, Skillshot. That's mm-hmm. obviously what No, we went it. through a few different yeah. names. I don't remember. 
I know it's hard to give credit to who mm-hmm. did what because I want to say that Manser came up with the pinball zine idea because I remember he used to always do like this or he probably still does th- this with his hands like where he shakes them in shakes front of him, him in front of yeah like says says things and uses his hands like in it's a, very animated aggressive yeah very, very yeah. aggressive and he goes uh, well what is it what about a zine about pinball I remember him doing that and then we were both like. Oh, duh. What a yeah. great idea. <laughs> yeah. It just made sense. Mm-hmm. It's not like we knew a lot about pinball. No, <laughs> no, we just, but it, but we loved it. Yeah. That's the thing. Yeah. We we gathered around it really quickly and, yeah. Yeah, we'd always, like, when they got family, family guy. Family guy. Yeah, family guy. We'd, you know, just be trying to figure it out mm-hmm. and just, like, we'd be watching it and, yeah, you know, like, you know, telling each other what things we were supposed to do and just trying to suss it out on our own. Mm-hmm. And yeah. then, um. It's like, okay, we're going to do a zine about pinball. And so it was the three of us, Brad, Steve, and I, and we're like, you know, well, why don't we each do an issue and mm-hmm. we'll figure out what our strengths and weaknesses or what we like doing. Yeah. And Gord- so, Gordon did the first one. Yes, I just did the first one. And the, the cover was, what is it, Getaway? Yeah. Yeah. And the cover is obviously, I don't know if you... Hopefully everyone can look on their internet and see what it looks yeah. like. Um, but yeah, it's, follow it's, along at home. Yeah, yeah. go to skilldashshot.com and follow along at home. There you go. Yeah, I think it says Zine at the top, and you can see our cover gallery. He spells capital wrong on the cover. No way. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I've never noticed that. Yeah. I spent a lot of time looking at the front, the first issue. Yeah, I had my proofreaders. Yeah, I know. Okay, but anyway, his his strength was in that issue was obviously the news and gossip mm-hmm. because that you wrote that, and then after that, I think you wrote all of them except for the one Manser did. I think I, I had something to do with that. You one did too, oh, a yeah, little you bit. Had your hand in that. Yeah. <laughs> and, and then uh, the the second issue was the one that Manser did, and I had written an article about Family Guy, and that got put in there, and so the cover was Family Guy. And, I, and when I say we did, like it means that one person was in charge of uh, mm-hmm. getting it together. You're like yeah. a curator. Yeah, yeah. 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 And was then the, editor, the main editor of that. Mm-hmm. And so the that one was uh, interesting. But then the third one was my first, my the one I edited, whatever you just said. And I put the twin win on the cover, and that mm-hmm. was a great, great image. And then uh, I made the, I put the list on the inside. Uh, that was like uh, because previously the first issue was the Capitol Hill list. The second uh, issue that Manser did was a Georgetown list. No, I think it was like Capitol Hill and then no, shorties. It was, why don't you look? <laughs> yeah, it's a. It was more of a Georgetown uh, list. We and have then, a stack of all the zines right mm-hmm. here. Yeah, <laughs> and then the issue, the third issue, I made the whole list on the inside with, uh, over Miss Flipper. I like to be proven right. <laughs> no Georgetown. Well, then where was the Georgetown one? Maybe it's issue four. Three. No, issue three is all of the. Mm-hmm. Eh, maybe we were just doing Capitol Hill and never did Georgetown. Because they had like a spot. There was like the first one had some the ones the main ones we had in Capitol Hill, then a few of the other places on Capitol Hill that we missed the first time. Yeah. And then the the third issue was like a more like a combination of what we had done already before, and then more of um like georgetown was added university district i'm not even sure where we at this point where we were getting these because yeah. I, I don't believe that we really went to all those places because you, you you had a you had a walkabout around like issue four right yeah after issue three came out and we the idea of the seattle pinball list or guide we was calling it at the time came around then it was like all right well if we're gonna do this we better find them and we didn't really know that many people other than ourselves and just uh you know that 
really just ourselves and maybe like Jeff Rowe might have been helping around and mm-hmm. at that point. Yeah, and he not. lived in the U district, so he knew about support. But um I would just start walk I just started walking around. I like I heard about someone told me about Hooverville, so I took the bus out to Hooverville and then I just started walking back and I walked all through Pioneer Square and mm-hmm. found like um found one game at Fuel upstairs. I'd just go into a bar and like say, Hi, I'm doing a pinball zine. Do you have any pinball machines? And they'd usually say no, but every now and then they'd say yes. And yeah. Then, and then um, I think we started a My MySpace page. No, yeah. Brad's like, join MySpace, join MySpace. Yeah. So we did a Skillshot MySpace page. Get with the page. time. Oh, yeah. please. Join MySpace. When, when I first started hanging out with Gordon, he had a, he saw a landline with like a, oh, that's a phone that you pick up with a cord. That, I believe it. Yeah. He probably would still have it now if you didn't push him to not. Uh, yeah. I believe I did have a, I did have a cordless phone back then. No, oh. it, it was a handset. I know. It was like, oh my goodness. Like you guys are getting to be on two old men over there. Uh, <laughs> but I did have a dial up Shut internet up. still. <laughs> yeah. You know, like, so it, everything was like, mm-hmm. yeah. And, um, but then like once you started doing the MySpace page and then, uh, the first couple of issues, I think this was an issue three. It was the one that we saw behind shorties. And we asked yeah, the that about w- it. we were, we were going in there specifically to, um, find out who the owner of shorties was okay. so that we could ask about if they wanted to, to do advertising. Wow. Wasn't either. Yeah. Because we have an advertiser on the back of issue four, of so well, that means that we were looking for advertising at the time. No, he contacted us. That's full tilt. Oh, really? Oh, that's okay. when, when Justin opened full tilt. Was full yep. tilt the first advertiser for yes. Skillshot? Yes. I did not. know Yeah, that. that's kind of yeah. a shocker. Yeah, that was when they were they were opening. Yeah. They I think they advertised their yeah. grand opening the trivia yeah. question. Very cool. Issue four. Very cool. But um, I think we were just hanging out there and we were just like you know like meeting people. I remember that's when we started meeting the whole like. Uh, the Belltown people mm-hmm. on La Rivoli was a, you know, sort of like the uh, Seattle's uh, Chelsea Hotel, sort mm-hmm. of. Yeah, <laughs> it's still kind of pinball. Is. Yeah, it still kind of is. And a lot of people, that, at least the people that we know and hang out with, a lot of them have moved on to other parts of the, the city, but. Yeah, Sage still lives there. <laughs> Anyway, so holding it, hold it down, <laughs> holding it down, dead silence. <laughs> Sorry, Sage. <laughs> but uh, uh, but yeah, but then we but then the other people started telling us about oh well you don't know I mean I think it was like Groper and Headley and stuff like that and she's about we're all like, oh, Nicole we're you know you should you know put this place in your pinball on your pinball list and so you started making then, notes yeah. all yeah yeah the the community was being patched together yeah, like, yeah. through our. Sp- our MySpace page. That's or, awesome. Or in person. And yeah. And see us. And yeah. That, once they started like knowing who that we were the skill shot guys. Mm-hmm. Mm. That MySpace page. Now that I remember it, that was like a main source of the list for a lot of people for a while. Yeah. It I was had, a nice, um, a nice way to post it for some reason. Yeah. MySpace was, it was, it, it was, was in the, helpful. in its original form. It was quite useful because we had our, the pinball list on it and we had like a, where to get skill shot, like the places where we distributed to, mm-hmm. You know, because it wasn't always just pinball places in the beginning. And um, we did a lot of coffee shops and stuff like that at the beginning. Mm-hmm. Just like leaving them around. Mm-hmm. I so guess it, I must have just financed it for the first three issues, I guess. I don't know. Maybe my answer gave some money or you did I, I put in $40 on my issue. Yeah. I don't remember. <laughs> $40. What was the print run of the first ones? Like, what, did like you do 600 I think. Wow. That's I don't yeah, it was. It was pretty big. Yeah, it was like five or six hundred. That's cool. So, so issues three through six point five came out in two thousand eight. Is that right? Yeah. Yes. And uh, that's 
it's near the tail end. Like when I look at the list and I try to like harken back to like my real memory rather than just what I see when I'm hanging around mm-hmm. your place or, you know, looking at a stack of skill shots that I archive that I have. Skill shot number five is the one that uh, is kind of jumps out at me as the first one I, I saw. Like I got into pinball and skill shot at basically the same time. And I think a lot of people had similar experiences here in Seattle and it was like at Shorty's late 2008. And I think Skillshot 5 and Skillshot 6 with uh, that Centaur, right? Yes. Centaur. Yeah. 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 And then There's 6. two different 5. covers for Centaur as mm-hmm. well. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah, we do the dual cover. Pretty yeah, cool. I think on the website, if you hover over it, it'll, it'll change. And, and issue, number five, I'm wearing the T-shirt. Yeah, you are. Yeah. Yeah, so that might be why you're, a lot of people's memories of that's issue a good number point. five is... Yeah. Because we did that first T-shirt of five. Yeah, there's yeah. the alt cover. Very cool. Yeah, and that was that was around the time that Bert started taking pictures for me, for the cover. Uh, yeah, issue five. Issue five. He, yeah, mm-hmm. issue. My friend Bert that I worked with, uh, he took uh, took on the role of photographer for maybe half of the issues between like fifth issue five and issue twenty something. Yeah, good run there. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And the other ones were by Nosebleed. Because we met Nosebleed around the same time. Yeah, he's one of the early adopters of Skillshot. Yes. Right? So yeah. it, like, it, look, what's your list say? Uh, uh, Nosebleed came around, um, I think it was right after issue number five. I uh-huh. think he might have been on issue five. He might, no. have, helped, he might have helped to do paste up a little bit like that. Um, remember, Jeff Rowe wrote that uh, Champion Pub. Oh yeah, with the with the Santa drunk Santa with the frames around it. Yeah, yeah. Nosebleed joining us, I think, is one of the most uh, remarkable things of our early uh, history because he he sought us out, like he sent us his credentials, kind of in an email, and like a resume. It was kind of like a resume, and he told us the stuff that he could do. I didn't understand what most of it meant, and. Uh, Mancer was just like, "Oh no, this guy sounds awful." But, uh, <laughs> and I was like, well, "You know what? Maybe we should contact him and see what is going on." Yeah, let's give it a skill shot. Did you say that? Hesitant at first too. It was just like so professional, and and then yeah. he showed up at Madison Pub, and we we're like, "Ah, yeah." And it well, turns out they they oh, we're all actually friends. knows what he's doing, he, and he actually likes pinball. Yes, yeah. And he is one of the greatest helpers and people that I've ever met. I always I get mean, the weirdest. Are, dare I say iconic? Like, oh yeah, yeah. they're wonderful. Yeah, worthy I, I, of wallpaper. Yeah, I would I would hang them up as posters. <laughs> yeah. uh, I worked at like the Starbucks headquarters and customer service oh, for six months. And did you really? Not not for Starbucks, but in the headquarters building. Yeah. Oh man, I had to do customer service. Ugh. I was just sitting on a headset all day taking phone calls, and uh, and I would. Uh, like people would deck out their cubicles to, you know, to match their personality. <laughs> right. I, I would put up uh, skill shot issues with the pinball lists mm-hmm. uh, as like the full form issues because they're, they're just gorgeous. So beautiful. Yeah. They're, they're they're kind of meant to be a poster. Yeah, and yeah. I, I feel like uh, I feel like nosebleeds kind of like a. I don't want to say the unsung hero, but you know, like that. Yeah. He you likes know. to be that man behind the curtain, though. I think a little bit. He absolutely, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. You know, but like everybody, everybody like that's involved actively in the community mm-hmm. knows knows you two, knows Brad right. and Gordon, yeah. and 
you know, most they, they know, know Kayla. us now because yeah, we have a voice. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, we've got we've got microphones in front uh-huh. of our faces, and that helps. Uh, you know, Kayla's a lot more active than me, but you know, I, I get around, and I was active for a few years. Mm-hmm. But then, like Andrew's a little quieter, and, yeah. and Nosebleed's a little quieter. So I think people but, uh, know Nosebleed uh, without knowing who he is because of his name. Yeah, yeah I always get yeah. weird looks when I tell people I like Nosebleed. Just looks like who? I'm like, his name's Jeff, but we call him Nosebleed. <laughs> yeah. Well, <Yeah. laughs> like, because uh, I had I used always used Gordon Gordon as uh-huh. my pen name. Right. Since WDC period number one, so mm-hmm. I've always used Gordon Gordon, and then, and then Brad had Bernard Boulevard that he had used uh, since I was like past. six years old. Uh, yeah, I've had that yeah around I made time. it up. <laughs> and then, um, so then other people would have like their little um, aliases uh-huh. on the in the zine, and we asked. Uh, uh, Jeff, what he wanted, and he said nosebleed. Yeah. So he he actually said that. I don't remember that story being related to me that way when I first heard it. I thought I thought yeah. that he, I thought he said that he'd never had a nickname before, and then he tricked you because he said he had before. No, and he you, said he never he never had a nickname before, but his he used the name nosebleed because he told me that he went to a party once, and everyone had to like pick a hello. My name is sticker, sticker uh, yeah. and put it on them, and then they had already been filled out. And the one that his said. Hello, my name is Nosebleed. Oh, and so wow. then when we were asking him for an <laughs> alias, that's why he said Nosebleed. I mean, okay. Jeff, you'll have to tell me if I'm wrong about this. Or <laughs> that, I love and that then, story, um, yeah. And then at one point he said he'd never had a, a nickname before. I was like, all right, well, let's make it Nosebleed. And yeah. so I just started okay. calling him Nosebleed, Nosebleed, Nosebleed. Yeah. I know, yeah. <laughs> and then that's, and now people that only sense. know him as Nosebleed. That, I, I, that, that, that works. That, that meshes my previous understanding of his nickname with uh, the actual. The reality. Oh, is, yeah, it, yeah. is the thing um, you thought before was that if you punch him in the nose, it bleeds? Because well, that's what I tell know, people. I, oh, yeah, yeah, we told people that too. Why is his nickname Nosebleed? So if you punch him in the nose, it bleeds. I just remember kind of hearing like you guys foisted it upon him. But now this makes sense. Like it was like pre existing and you made it stick yes that's gotcha. exactly okay. what it was yeah yep. awesome that's great. i kind of took it I as a dare ha- <laughs> that's, yeah i've never had a nickname before oh really well, your <laughs> nickname is now nosebleed can we talk about the uh six point issue 6.5 the oh, spectrum, spectrum special for a yeah where did so, you see that spectrum it must have been at the first pinball show the first it probably uh, and it was probably James. yeah that's Eads. where i always see him i, I mean yeah. jeff uh groper's got one now but yeah like, i don't see that maybe, this one maybe was james eads at the time Might, yeah yeah, yeah. I just remember seeing it and falling in love with how beautiful oh, it's it was. Gorgeous. And it was just like the game so was beautiful. so bizarre to us. It was just like, what is this? What are we? What is this game? It's like it's not like a regular pinball game because you're playing like no a board game. Yeah. It's so colorful mm-hmm. and weird, and we loved it. And so yeah. we decided to do, we to do. Let's do a color after we did that double issue or the double cover issue of six. Oh, yeah. we uh-huh. wanted, Oh, because, yeah. I wanted to do something else, RD, and so we did a 6.5. Yeah. I remember, what, Gordon, whenever I, when we had uh, – you like when I do that. <laughs> I remember whenever we were, like, fleshing out what we were – what our strengths and uh, weaknesses were, and I asked you one time at uh, something. I was like, do you – I, I want to do the covers. I really, really want to do the covers. And you are like, okay, go for it. You know, for some reason I thought that you would be, like, wanting to edit to them yourself, you know. You got and full control. I did, yeah. and then after that, after I got that full control, that's where that's where the double cover issue yeah, comes the from, and, and the color. Yeah. That's where I started. So you were like, "I'm going nuts with this. This is going to yeah. be so much fun." You started waving your creative flag. I did. Yeah. And, yeah. <laughs> so you took episode six. That was like when you planted. No, your I actually took episode. Well, Sorry, I, not episode. Uh, yeah. I know. I just <laughs> said it too. When, <laughs> when, I, when I did when I did issue three. 
with oh, uh, Twin Wayne. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was when it, it didn't stop after that. Yeah, he's been the oh. cover editor ever since, except for uh, 25.5. And 25.5. Dare yeah. I say, if, you, if you're following along at home, it's it's pretty clear. You can see the change. Like, yeah. here's, here's Skillshot 1, here's Skillshot 2, and then Skillshot 3, you can see the makings of an iconic uh, cover standard. <laughs> brought to you by Renard. Yeah, Boulevard. there's definitely a style yeah. emerging from there for sure. Yeah, and I, I hope that like if you look at the all of them like uh, the history, it changes a lot because oh yeah, like including the, the logo. Yeah, the logo. Yeah, I remember uh, t- when Nosebleed started I, uh, asking him, "Do you think that we should have a standard logo that goes on each issue?" And he was like, "No, no, <laughs> no, no." I think and, I might have had I might have had an opinion about that as well because I never liked having a standard logo on anything I'd ever done before. Yeah. Which I think may have come from um like my underground comics influences, like from Weirdo and I don't I believe that even Punk magazine had a different logo. I think so too, time. yeah. Uh-huh. I always enjoyed having a different logo on everything. I enjoy doing a different one every yeah. time. Yeah. It's it's really fun. I never noticed this before, but Skillshot six point five, the Spectrum special, actually has the same font as Skillshot seven. It yeah. does. It does. I don't know how I never picked that up before. Uh, yeah. They're little does. pinballs if you look closely. Yeah, yeah, I see it. I, I see it. I always thought they were DMD dots. That nosebleed did that logo. Oh. That was his first logo on the, for the well, cover. Well it's great because the Skillshot six point five used to be, was the one of the first Liar of the Month Club stickers. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. yeah. And yeah, I mean, it was even early for Nosebleed, too, wasn't it? Like, he hadn't well, been he, doing very many of those. He was already doing them for a little while, but yeah. then that was the first skill shot one. Yeah. And then was Gorgar was the next one. Is that Gorgar? You mean the red one? Yeah. Is no, that, that one's Firepower. Firepower. Oh, it was Firepower. But I think it was, um, but before that was the... The um, Moon Man. Black uh, Hole. Yeah, Black okay, Hole. Black, Black Hole. Hole. Mm-hmm. But actually, now I'm looking at it, like, Nosebleed joined us at... During the paste up of issue number six. Oh, okay. Because I remember he helped us more with issue 6.5, mm-hmm. which is all full color. We did the Texan, different rainbow colors of the spectrum. And, as, and then as he did the first did list, the, his first list then. Yeah, he, he did the inside. Very different from what he's done since. Yeah. Is it the one mm-hmm. the heart's all over it? No, it's no. the one that's, I don't have a copy of 6.5, but it's very... Uh. Uh, it's like a map generated. Yeah. Like, oh, neat. Okay. We were just learning how to like communicate with each other. I think yeah. that's when we were like, okay, we have to like, you know, communicate better with Nelsbeed and yeah. or Jeff at the time. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and then he started doing like the, the one with hearts, like the Pat hand one shows oh, up in yeah. issue number seven. Sure. And then that's where his, uh, his run of seven. his list. Oh, the cover is so showing. cool. It's on such a great cover. Yeah. Yeah. On which one? All the, all the pinballs and the vortex. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh um, really? That is my least favorite cover. I hate that oh, cover. Man. I, think I it's hate, great. hate, hate it. That's one of the few Listeners, ones that we actually chime in. Email us at skillshoppincast at gmail dot com and let us know what your favorite cover is. Hashtag yes. the best. Hashtag the worst. That's <laughs> great. Oh, do it! I love that. Yeah, let's see what's what's best and what's worst. Let's get skillshot covers trending on Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, well, I mean, number seven starts out with a hashtag, right? It's, Pound sign seven. Oh, Pound yeah. sign seven. Yeah. <laughs> sure. Yeah. Well, I short, I, shortly after that, I stopped putting the number on there. Uh-huh. I mean, I, I, I don't, like I don't do it, it every time. Yeah. yeah it kind of it fades in and out as you go on. Mm-hmm. Skillshot. Yeah. I think yeah, that if you 11. recently, I think if you look back, the last time that I, there's a number on the cover is probably issued number. Oh my goodness. Thirty. Yeah. We can look you at it right bastard. now. Hey. Yeah, it's been a while. <laughs> You're even, right. It is thirty. Yeah. yeah, and even if it's um, no wait, there's oh wait, never mind. Yeah, no, yeah, it's even yeah, in the 30. Indicta, we stopped using the um, the number symbol. 
or hashtag for you modern kids. Yes. So yeah. it's like a skill shot issue uh, 20, not skill. It'll be yeah, skill shot no 20, number. not skill shot issue 20. Mm-hmm. Right. Well, so let's uh, take a step forward in yes, terms of the chronology. Uh, talk about 2009 issues 7 through 11. So this is a... Uh, this is the first uh, uh, year where five issues came out standard straight up, like yeah. no specials or anything. Just seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, um, and I was I was a, a reader and on board and and getting involved in the yeah. uh, scene by then. That's about when I found it too. Yeah, and I think you know one of the cool things about Skillshot is that you know it's kind of gonna outlast us to a certain extent. Like it's it's the documentation of a community, which is mm-hmm. really rad. Um, so it's fun to just go over this with you guys here in the room. Even. Yeah. Um, and I hope people are enjoying listening to it. Um, yeah. So let's look at that, though. Uh, 2009. Yeah. I think we became a little more established. We started getting like people wanting to contribute. Yeah. I think like Maka, Nicole, mm-hmm. uh, fourth Th- place, Andy at the uh, time. Fourth place. Yeah. Now he's third place. Third yeah. place. Yeah. Congratulations, Andy. Yeah. Way to go, Slayer. And um, <laughs> they all helped. We um Headley was our distribution manager. D- Director Him and I, and sometimes Brad too, would just get in the, his truck and we'd drive around and distribute skill shots. Yeah, that was so fun. <laughs> it was so much fun. Yeah. yeah. And uh, at this time, we were doing a one zine a month because we were doing, oh, doing chicken with penis. We were doing outside? chicken with yeah. penis and verses, I think. Oh my goodness. Or main, mostly chicken with penis, but we were like we we were putting out a zine a month for our, at least a year. That's insane. Yeah. If not, maybe two. It was a few years, actually. Yeah, a few years. We were putting out a zine every month. Wow. So if it wasn't a skill shot, it'd be a chicken and penis, and then we'd do a versus. Yeah. Or Occasionally. Or, I think maybe or Dream Dish Universe bag. Sucks came out. That was Dish a little bit later. But yeah, yeah Dish I don't count that in the chronological. I love the mostly, so but. <laughs> When was the last versus? When? The last wow. versus was uh, years, was right? Fat versus Stupid. Yeah. Or have maybe. we had? Yeah. Well, we already have. We have pretty much the layout and everything for the new one, but we haven't finished it it's don't we like we have it i never was I, happy with my part of it so uh, yeah i kind of yeah. stalled it we're not gonna say what it's called okay we'll see. just have to maybe wait. it'll show up at short run maybe yeah in november what okay let's, let's go do that. let's go over uh some of the things that happened in 2009 the first georgetown tournament uh very fun yep and yeah that was uh georgetown was a roaming tournament it was uh hosted by larry and uh larry reed and mike pozzoli Oh, yeah. It's, it was based at uh, Jules Mays, and then you'd go to Nine Pound Hammer or uh, Calamity Janes used to have pinball oh, yeah. all the time. Uh-huh. And, that, and then the other, other places that had pinball was uh, Stellar Pizza had their little crappy they games do, back yeah. there. Uh-huh. And then, um, Last time I checked, it wasn't even on. Yeah. Oh, no. That that was. Not I remember we went there during that Georgetown pinball tournament, and we were like out of the. We were knocked out of the tournament. It's like, oh, let's go to Stellar Pizza and play pinball there because that's not part of the tournament, and they didn't have any quarters. And oh no, no yeah, so yeah, they wouldn't give us any quarters. It's like this place is stupid. Yeah, they were acting like we were jerks for asking for them. Hmm. But yeah, and then um, like Hooverville caught on fire around then. Yeah. Yep. All those pins got damaged too. Well, like, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like Elvis. Mm-hmm. The centaurs yeah. back at Shorties, and I think all of them got fixed, though. Okay. They were a little smoke damaged. Gotcha. Aww, that's inspiring, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. The first version of uh, Incarnation of Adabal opened up in 2009. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Which, yeah. How long was Adabal kind of in that? I don't want to call it semi-legal, but it wasn't like a full. It wasn't a bar, you know. Like it wasn't. No, a, it wasn't. It was like they didn't sell. Yeah. We you brought beer there, and it was like a scooter repair shop. And right. Brad had some games back there, and we'd all like go and hang out and party and, that, and 
and there was porn on the pinball uh, <laughs> tables on the website. They they had the website and they had pictures of it's like bring your kids here and have oh a birthday God. party. <laughs> oh, that and was it, a, showed a, it showed a pinball machine with a porn magazine like laid on top of it. <laughs> that was a la- later incarnation though, because that's when you had the games in the um, the main room. Yeah, God, there's a little history. I have to do some research. That'd be fun on to have that. like Brad and Travis on here one time too. Yeah. Yeah, that would be great. Mm-hmm. That would be great. And I'm looking at this list, and I was just thinking about how again we need to we need to have an issue or uh, an episode. And now I'm doing <laughs> the other direction. Wow, long day. Uh, we need it. We need to do an episode with Maka where we uh, do Skillshot or do uh, pinball fundamentals, like yeah. his first few things that he wrote for Skillshot, which mm-hmm. are so essential. Like uh, Maka, thank you for writing those. Like those were very important for me. Oh. Um, yeah, uh, Skillshot tournaments were starting to happen. Oh, yeah, we did that. We did that Siamese. Siam, tween, Siamese. Siamese. It was misspelled on purpose. I didn't know how to spell it. Uh, so it wasn't on purpose. <laughs> well, we, well, we had those extra letters because that very first Skillshot t-shirt we did. Um, Everybody's pinball initials. Yeah, we'd put your pinball initials on the back of the shirt for you. Right. And then we had all these extra letters left over because they were iron-on letters. And um, so we wrote, it was Siamese twins. And we just got like the biggest shirts I could get at uh, Value Village. And I think it was for uh, third third place Andy's birthday party. Oh, that's how it was. And then um, and it, it was it like was... sign up for the half and half tournament. And, yeah. and then once you signed up and had your teams, then we pulled out these big shirts. Like, okay, you have to wear the shirts. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so you had to end up people like uh, Maka and... And Adam Brad together were, yeah. in a shirt. <laughs> that was funny. Yeah. Were, he, he was choking him. Uh, and then there was that chicken with penis tournament at Adaball, where it was the baby yep. baby ball tap. Yeah, we had like tick the money, and then like <laughs> no refunds. No refunds. Said, no refunds. Mm-hmm. We took the money, and then all at the then all right, we're ready to start the tournament. And then we unveiled the banner and it said <laughs> baby ball tap, and that you had to wear a diaper. If you wanted to be in the tournament, and then, um, I've seen pictures of that. It makes me uncomfortable. And then, if you wanted to, it was so fun. If you wanted to win a prize right off immediately, you could take your pants off and put the diaper on without having pants underneath, and you'd win the brand new Chicken with Penis T-shirt. Yeah, and <laughs> th- those were hand drawn by Gordon. He like, no, those were the printed ones that time. No, was it? Mm-hmm. How but, did the, how did the people win the ones that you hand drew? Like, how did Jason? That win? was the Siamese twin oh. prizes. Well, those those first, were good prizes. Like the first three teams won. Uh, like the team number one got their pick, and then team number two got their pick. And then oh, even back then we were doing the team number Choose three your, got yeah. their what was left over yeah. one or two. Well, okay, we gotta we gotta start uh, moving through the years a little bit faster. Yeah, yeah, we're, we're taking a while. Yeah. Uh, but uh, Shorty's twelfth uh, annual tournament happened uh, in two thousand nine. That expanded to two days that year. Uh, we've gone over for the most part. Tiger Lounge opened, and R.I.P. Tiger Lounge. Mm-hmm. Uh, unicorn. We begin. Uh, you guys begin to discuss the unicorn. Yeah, that was like <laughs> that. That was like the first of many pinball locations that are announced and. Uh, many months, if not a year, before they actually open. It was mm-hmm. two years. I, I yeah. probably shouldn't have left that up in the notes. <laughs> oh, but too late. It's it's there, and hey, it's open now, and the narwhals are right, yeah. yeah. So you know, go there and have a good time. You know, no. But I guess like the no hard feelings. No, the main thing talk, was, I guess, time, I was trying, whatever. I was trying to do with those notes that I that we're referring to is that like before it was shorties only had the 16, 17 games, 
And then uh, Full Tilt opened up in sure. 2008. They had five games. And then the second Full Tilt opened up the next year with five games. And Tiger Lounge, I think, have had like seven games, which are all EMs. Mm-hmm. And then you start hearing about Unicorn. and But um, still, it was like the center of the pinball community was Shorties because it was downtown, had the most games. A lot of players lived in the neighborhood still. Mm-hmm. But, um, and then uh, that was, I don't know, 2009 was, I don't know, we were just kind of like hitting our groove. We did five issues. We were doing lots of cuisines. Yeah, that is when we were in a real major groove. Yeah, by 2010, like, all right, 12 through, issues 12 through 16 came out for that. That was the first Ballard tournament. I was... I was starting to go to tournaments by then because I was in on a number of Ballard tournaments in 2010, 2011 area. Yeah, that was another roving tournament with yeah neighborhood tournaments. I miss those. I think those are great, and they should there should be more of those again. Uh, yep, I agree. Those are fun. Are so cool. Yeah. Um, now, but there's now there's there's so many locations though that have so many games at one spot. Right. There's, there's not no- a reason to do the roving tournament because before, like in the Ballard one, there'd be two games here, one right. game there two games here so you had to move around because not everybody could play just have a whole tournament on two games very easily that's true yeah they were born out of necessity more than anything else um and first tommy tournament happened uh which we won we won it (laughs) (laughs) so the first folding party was for issue 13 yeah Yeah. i was surprised by that too but i was looking in the news and gossip of issue number 14 which i remember there being a folding party but i think it's because there was a poster for that one yeah Mm. yeah for issue number Mm. 13 we probably just said something on myspace or facebook or something and yeah there was no poster for that and people showed up people showed up yeah interesting all right, and so the, so many people showed up. I guess it was it warranted it was like, a poster. Hey. And by that time, our circulation had in, enlarged enough yeah, that we ask. needed help because it was taking a long time for Brad for us and to I sit and there. Whoever might happen to be around, we'd sit around and watch TV and fold and, and fold, fold and oh fold. <laughs> I can't imagine it any other way than a folding party at this point. Like, yeah, yeah. yeah. no, it took us weeks to fold oh issues. God. Yeah, and then people oh, wow. would like, "Where's the new issue?" That. And it's like, "Oh, we're not done folding. We're not done them. folding <laughs> them yet." <laughs> well, thanks to everybody who helps get skill shots out. Seriously, yeah, the series. folding parties yes. are a big part of um, our success. What, yeah, what helps make skill shots. Yeah, it doesn't feel like work anymore. It just feels like a fun time to hang out with your friends. Yeah. We've met yeah. so many people, like Kayla. Yeah. Yes. I mean, yeah. we met you before, but That's we true. got to really yeah. get to know you at the folding party. Mm-hmm. Right. And um, a lot of other people have become yeah. good friends. Yeah. I mean, we've known them otherwise, but then, you know, the folding party is a little more intimate. Yeah, you have the, the time to hang out, really. Uh, I was so intimidated my first folding party. Cause I was like, this is a weird part of Capitol Hill I've never been to. Like, <laughs> I don't know anyone but Brad and Gordon. And I just moved to Seattle. I'm so scared. And then, but it was well, great. Kelsey yeah. was there. And yeah. Kelsey, your like, babysitter. Oh. Yeah, yeah, she's a babysitter. <laughs> I was a little kid. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, perfect. Did she wear the rainbow hat? <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. She had that oh, back then? <laughs> pretty early, yeah. Definitely. Like When she was a teenager, she wore a lot of rainbow stuff. Oh, really? For yeah. sure. She's our, our little Punky Brewster. Yeah, yeah. I love Punky. <laughs> but so. the, and the crew at the Lookout. Yeah, uh, yeah. fantastic. Where we do it is they are so awesome. Mm-hmm. Mad props to Lookout. Yeah. Yeah, um, their original owner, he was really cool. The yeah. new owners are very cool. Yeah. We've had a All good the bartenders re- have been really nice. Yeah. Um, so let's uh, kind of get – are there any other things in 2010 on your notes that you want to touch upon before – 
you moved to Facebook. Uh, the first version of the website came out. Yeah, that was in what 2010, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. yeah the first version. That was like uh, Brad's. I said something else. Old school me. Oh, I did. Okay. Kevin Martin. Oh yeah. Uh, Papa fame. Yeah, the guy that runs Papa, Kevin Martin. Uh, we went to high school together. No way. Yeah. Wow. We I'm were, learning a lot of things on this. We were we were we were in the same grade and we wow. were friends and we were on the science team. Or on like that that I for just once like one uh game I was on like the trivia team. Mm-hmm. I think that's how it worked. But anyway, me and Kevin were friends and we were like goth people and uh yeah, and he hosted that. Um, he his business is hosting websites and computer work, and he's like, "Oh, well, I'll I can help. I can host your website for you." Nice. But and I was like, "Okay, well, I heard this WordPress thing is really easy." And yeah. then I was like, "I don't know how to do any of this." And uh-huh. I got like some really rudimentary website up that I didn't couldn't do anything with really. Yeah, it was really ugly. But it was something that existed. Right? But it existed, yeah. and I think that's what. Uh, might have drew Graham more into our our orbit because <laughs> of our ugly website that didn't do anything. Well, you know, it, it, the website itself didn't draw. I really wasn't even familiar with your website. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> um, the reason why I got involved, uh, shout out to Jordan Michaelman, who Kayla. Oh, yeah. You know, this, he's basically Jordan. the reason why I got involved That's in so Skillshot. That's so crazy because he used to play with him in Tacoma a lot. Yeah, yeah it's well, awesome. So, I mean, what happened was... Uh, I remember hanging out with him. I was living uh, in kind of kind of Ballard, Fremont area, and he had just started a website. Or he was like yeah, a spread, year into yeah, yeah, yeah a year into Spread or so, mm-hmm. and he was just talking to me about that. And it's like we're getting sponsor sponsorships and ads and whatnot. And like it's starting to become a thing. Like it's a yeah. part time job for me now, and I think it might become a full time job for me. And I was like, that's amazing. I don't even begin to know how to just like make something happen like that. And he was like, well, you know, you should just just pursue something you're passionate about. Mm-hmm. And, uh, why don't you do like a sprudge for pinball? And I was like, I can't do that. <laughs> and, you know, I, I genuinely felt that way. And I still, you know, this, it, there are so many ways, reasons why it didn't translate immediately. Like yeah. coffee is such a huge global market with so much money being porn, porn, poured, <laughs> poured into it. Um, but anyway, like, but it still resonated. Like, why don't you just pursue something that you're passionate about? And make it happen, and see what see what yeah, happens make your from own there. success. Yeah, sure. and so I I thought, yeah, he's right, and I really do like pinball a lot, and yeah, maybe I should make a pinball website, but I didn't really I didn't know where to start, and I thought about it for for a little bit, and I thought, you know, this Skillshot's amazing, and maybe I should just try to hitch my wagon to their star and help them with what they're doing. Um, you know, That's make so cool. yeah, yeah, make make allies and and try to like build something with yeah. somebody else who's already doing something and and see where that takes me and. Uh, and that's why I pursued you guys and said, like, I think uh, we could make a cool website for you guys. Let's just take it to the next level. And um, I had big designs. And, you know, we're not yeah. this multimedia conglomerate like, we, <laughs> like I maybe envisioned once upon a time when I was working on part-time. We're getting you, there. Yeah, yeah. You never finished you those stories. You podcast now. Yeah. yeah. Spredge doesn't have a podcast. That's right. <laughs> Step it up, Spredge. Yeah, that really helped. I mean, because you, like, made that the first version of that or the I guess it would be the second version of our website sure it was very functional it had the calendar and the list and yeah it's a it's great it's a great yeah. website yeah I, I felt pretty good it's definitely the, the my highest 
uh, my high water mark for <laughs> web design. Like I really, <laughs> I, I threw my back into that for a couple months and then kind of didn't really do anything with CSS and WordPress past that. But yeah, it was great. It was a lot of fun to like find a way to showca- uh, showcase uh, Skillshot and the artwork behind it mm-hmm. and the, the calendar and whatnot. So, you know. You did all the original data entry too. So oh. I forgot how many issues that would have been. Maybe you That's can remember. Right. But yeah. That was like, cause I, I think I had gave you all the files of all the articles that we had up oh until goodness. that point. Yeah, yeah. That was probably, what, 12 deep or, no, no, more than that at that point. Uh, four, eh, yeah, 13, 14 deep maybe. I don't know. Um, but yeah, it's uh, it was the beginning of a beautiful friendship, and it's been wonderful to be a part of Skillshot for the last four years or so. Yeah, um, we're glad we're glad to have you. Yeah, uh, yeah, there you are at you. 2011. Grand yeah. joined Skillshot. Yeah. yeah, and it was the end of two. I think it was December 2010. That I sat down with you guys at, at the was, lookout. At the lookout. Yeah, that's right. It was the holidays. Um, I, I want to m- mention when Seattle Pinball Museum opened in September 2010. You've got a note here, right? I and was, Dorkies as well. That's right. Yeah, both they were, of them at the same time, pretty much. Yeah, two big places with a bunch of pins. Uh, Pinball Museum in particular really stood out to me because I was living in the International District at the time, and they were moving in across the street from oh my, my apartment building wow. as I was moving out. And I was like, you got to oh. be kidding me. <laughs> this is not real. No. <laughs> <laughs> not now. Oh, my goodness. Bad time. Like, Can I resign the lease, please? <laughs> yeah, right? And I went over there, and I met Cindy and Charlie, and yeah. that was wonderful. Mm-hmm. And yeah. Um, and Liberty House, I love. Oh, that was a lot of fun too. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah. But moving forward, yeah, we're we're getting uh we're getting a little a long, long in the one, tooth guys. here. Yeah, we're already past fifty minutes. So, um, 2011 issues 17 through 21, first Greenwood Open, first 420 tournament. Oh man, so much stuff. Ballard yeah. and Georgetown still going on. Yeah. Oh, it says here that you joined in issue number seventeen. Mm-hmm. That was the first formal issue I was a part of. Yes. So I probably sh- I probably added you to the Indicta as soon as you started doing that. Contributing. I'd hope. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Program. I think you're right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we were doing our uh, powder puff T-shirts. I think for ever since we started going to powder puff, we'd always have a different skill shot T-shirt at the beginning when mm-hmm. it was biannual. Mm-hmm. Like it was the first year. It was just a couple. We had team. Skillshot, remember the yeah. your coworkers, Savannah, yeah, Savannah and, and Elizabeth. And I want to say there was a third woman too, but I can't remember who it was. Yeah, and then all the guys in Skillshot had uh, t-shirts too. Like Tyler, courtesy of Nosebleed, Nosebleed, yeah. And then on the, in 2010, we had a, bit, a larger presence of Team Skillshot. I think we had ten member women team. Of well, the, it would have been 2011 because it was biannual at that point. But wasn't the eight and then ten? No, it was 090, and 09 was my first powder puff. So and then 9 and then 11. 2011. Yeah. Oh, yeah, you're right. I'm mm-hmm. talking about it here. Sorry. No worries. And then, um, yeah, and I think that we had like, you know, 10, 10 members. It wasn't really a team skill shot. They were just like, you know. They were groupies, right? Yeah. yeah. And then after that, everybody wanted those T-shirts. Oh, yeah, because they're limited edition. They were cool. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah you Was can that the it. one that had the date on it, too? Yeah. And I think it, had, it was green. Claire is wearing it in uh, in Spain right now. Oh yeah, I saw mm-hmm, her with mm-hmm. the T-shirt. Yeah, nice, wonderful. Oh man, uh, let's see what I don't else. Know if we did anything particularly noteworthy with our zines. <laughs> it was the beginning of our end, the end of our relationship with Golem, mm-hmm. uh, who had been we'd been using downtown since issue number four when we first started doing the larger size, the eleven by seventeen. Uh, Golem is a printer for those of you that are not right. familiar. 
Yeah, it's when they got some new machines and they didn't really know what they were doing with them. And the, I think it was like, what, 18, that, 19 were really yeah. bad. Was that the Halloween issue? Yeah, I remember that. I was but, at the folding party. Yeah, and you were, I remember <laughs> you were the one standing there with the issue in your hand. And you were like, should I fold it or not? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, this looks kind of like garbage. And then... But, and that's also like being like, it's not that bad. Yeah, we decided to fold it. Yeah, I think yeah. on issue number 18, Fold. they had to redo it. Because I remember uh, we had to reschedule the folding party for because something had happened. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. And then like issue number 20, they did a good job. Uh, you know, By that time, our relationship with them had become so tense that we decided to uh, do something else. Yeah, so from there, Don Whalen took over printing in 2012, right? Yeah, Don Whalen had, had contacted us and said... I work, I love pinball, I love Skillshot, mm-hmm. I work at a print place, let me print Skillshot for you. And that was great, so then we did offset printing for a while. Yeah, that was yeah. really nice, those yeah. are slick looking ones. I'm they so glad nice. that issue 25 was with Don Whalen too, because that one looks so good. Yeah, yeah what do you call that? With a, oh, yeah. a varnish, yeah. it's a varnish. It wasn't yeah. a hologram, but if it was a... It's oh, called yeah. a varnish, varnish. <laughs> that was really varnish. Where you could see varnish. the quarters That's what sparkling in the it. issue. Yeah, yeah, yeah it has a sheen to it. Yeah, if you guys didn't see it, you light. You can't really see it in the... On the it's website one of my favorite one. ones, for yeah, sure. Yeah, you have to really hold it in your hand and move it with the light, mm-hmm. yeah, to see what's going on with it. What, y- uh, what year are we talking about? We kind of jumped into 2012 here, yeah. And th- which we need to do. We really need to start moving forward. Yeah. There's so many things that we could talk about. Transformers release, fuel, yeah, lunch party not, overload. Nothing to do with Skillshare. Uh, current incarnation of Adabal opens, but it's still you know documenting. There's yeah. We we honestly we could easily do another history of yeah of uh, Seattle community, right. and Seriously. we should. Uh, <laughs> But, uh, I've been thinking about doing that actually. I wanted to um, contact some of these old, old people who've been around longer. Yeah, like I was talking to Lonnie about that, and I wanted to get in touch with like Larry and Kevin, and maybe some of the people like that used to own arcades and stuff like that. And that would be start wonderful. Start documenting that like pre skill shot. That would be. I, I I heartily endorse that idea. Yeah. Okay. Well, I was gonna ask you guys if you remember. I'm sure Graham, you were around. Do you remember when we were doing having a meeting, a Skillshot meeting, and we I'd said that Gordon and me had a conversation where we were trying to decide which one, which zine to keep doing and to be able to focus on, and it was between Chicken with Penis and Skillshot. Oh my goodness! Do you you don't remember that? Because uh, if if that conversation ever happened, it, it I has, blocked it out of my memory. It has to be It has to be after 2011 because I don't know what when Nuggets came out, but I know that Nuggets came out after we stopped doing it regularly. Hmm. We made that decision, but Gordon, his choice was to keep doing Chicken with Penis. Interesting, Gordon. And I said, "Are you crazy?" <laughs> and those, I think those leaders there too. We, it was like, no. I thought, uh-uh. Yeah. And so around that, around 2011, we stopped doing so many zines constantly, and then that, that freed us up to do a lot more skill I mean, shots. And not that's not to diminish Chicken with Penis, which oh, it's I, so I awesome. loved so much. But, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's so great. Um, I like to draw a picture. I don't really remember that conversation exactly I, I the way that you're remembering it. it, but I, it for the cute. listener at home, this is a lot of like what happens at a skill shot meeting. Brad said <laughs> one thing. Gordon jumps in and tells him he's wrong. And then they have a little tiff and then they smoke a cigarette. And then I tell them that they're both wrong and we need to get back to work. And that's about how oh, it goes. Yeah. 
Except for the last part. Sorry yeah. <laughs> and the first part. <laughs> See, it's happening now. <laughs> yeah. So, but anyways, our that issue number twenty-five also coincided with our five-year anniversary. Yeah. Yeah. Which Avod had actually um, had contacted us about that a months earlier, saying it's going to be your fifth year anniversary at the same time issue twenty-five comes out. You should have an anniversary party. Yeah. Smart man. He was the one who thought of that. He'd been our main advertiser, our only uh, back page advertiser for quite a while at that point. You know, we just uh, developed a relationship with him. <laughs> yeah, really. That, um, you know, he, he'd always consistently buy the ad. Mm-hmm. And so then it just became an agreement that he would always have that back page ad. And we'd always, shorties had always been our kind of our our local center anyways. Yeah. After at the early days, it was Madison pub, but then it turned into shorties. We'd always mm-hmm. be in the shorties, but, um, and then we did that issue. So we had that party. We did the issue 25.5, which was basically just a brief little history of skill shot. And then it was like a, just a huge collage of pictures Not, yeah. of friends. Nosebleed oh, actually that. did the cover of that. And then on the ins- on the inside, it was a fold out poster of all the covers up until that point mm-hmm. uh, yeah. that you could hang on your wall. Yep. I have one hung- hanging in my house. Dude. Who else? Who else? <laughs> I, I don't have one hanging here, but it's yeah. somewhere. Yeah, <laughs> it looks good on the wall. It looks really cool. Yeah, for sure. Oh, in the meanwhile, Andrew had joined us somewhere yeah, along the line. Yeah, that's Andrew right. Called. He'd, he'd uh, gotten involved. Uh, he helped us build uh, just before that. Yeah, the the pinball list online, but more or less than the way that it, it works. And he also helped uh, get us uh, an Android app that you can use directly. Uh, but you know, he just he kind of took us into the next. Uh, uh, level of yeah. Access. Were you friends with Andrew beforehand? No, no, no. I met Andrew. Uh, I I think I met him at a folding party. Wow. Actually. Yeah, and we just got to talking, and he had some skills, and I. I thought it was a good idea. I thought you guys had been friends for a long time. Nope, nope. Wow. I so met I, Andrew through pinball. That's and awesome. Skill shot more specifically. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Yeah, cool. Andrew's great. Yeah, he's yeah, awesome. He, he is wonderful. I think we all love Andrew. Mm-hmm. Yes. Uh, there's not a, I mean, so so for those of you listening that aren't already familiar, like the the core team of Skillshot, the, the, the people that get together in a room for Paste Up like five times a year are Brad and Gordon, Kayla and I, Nosebleed and Andrew. Mm-hmm. And, I, can, uh, I call it Skillshot Editorial. Skillshot mm-hmm. Editorial. That's, yes, that's a good way of putting it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, uh, there were a lot of things that happened in 2012. Yeah, so right uh, after that, I joined. When, that's right. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I I just remember like talking to Brad at Shorty's one night and like just complaining about people's poor etiquette when playing tournaments. And he's like, you should write an article about that. <laughs> and I was like, you know what? You're right. I will. And I'd been coming to folding parties for about a year, I think, at that point, like close to it. And just I knew them. I met Brad and Gordon in Tacoma when they would come down for the um, the pinball uh, pags when it got moved down there. And I, I actually met you guys in front of House Kitchen. I think was the first time oh, you wow. guys came down for a, a Tacoma vacation, like pinball hall. I remember meeting you at um, a pags when it was at the Seattle Center. Yeah, there. you were mm-hmm. like you and your Tacoma crew. Yeah, definitely. So, so I remember I was talking to James Eads, and you guys came up and was like, "Ah, oh, skill shot, check out Peters." Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. We were definitely like, aware. And he of was you like, "And you guys bought some stuff for me." Yeah. And, like, wanted, <laughs> and then James was like, "Oh, I should give you five dollars." <laughs> 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 we showed him that you have worth. Yeah. <laughs> 
But yeah, yeah, I did that first article and it was web-based only. And then um, they, I guess the team Skillshot could see that I could write, you know? <laughs> so, oh, yeah. um, so they asked me to do more. And then I just, you know, just started coming to meetings and was part of the editorial. Yeah, when we all sat around and debate the, um, what do you call it, proofreading. And that's a, a big, yeah, a big part of the, uh, un, the unsung part of Skillshot that you guys don't know about is like, like especially with like news and gossip and the articles, you'll just like I'll just bang out news and gossip as fast as I can because I'm mm-hmm. writing it the night before. Sure, and, and turn so over much. all the raw information, and then um, everyone else uh, cuts it down and makes it in a readable, much <laughs> yeah. more readable. Fit on a page, less, yeah. less rambling, <laughs> much more readable. That's definitely, much more. you know, that's that's a testament to how much there is going on. Seriously, I think. like yeah, uh, such a big yeah, such a big part of what paste up is is just making sure that the news and gossip and whatever the feature article actually fits within the confines of what we're doing. Mm-hmm. That's, yeah. that and it's accurate. All, yeah, <laughs> it is accurate. Yeah, yeah, we have a lot of conversations. Like you know, we're not. We're not journalists per se, <laughs> but you know we, we we have some integrity and credibility, and we make we do fact checking within uh, our, our circle, and yeah, we're, yeah. we're we're very we're we're careful and particular about how we phrase things, mm-hmm. and you know so if you I read mean, something or yeah if you read something that's that's uh, behind the Skillshot editorial yeah yeah, yeah and but, it's it's become much more of a. a beast since we first started because there's so many more tournaments now there's oh, yeah. so many more locations mm-hmm. i mean i i have a big piece of big pad at home and i just like have all the i just write the date write numbers on the side of the dates and start penciling stuff in when things happen or mm-hmm. when i hear about something and and then so i can just go back and like you know start filling it in when it it's time to write the news and gossip yeah, because you always do a really good job. You, always, I, I'm always impressed about how much you remember to include in that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's notes and. Mm-hmm. I always feel like Gordon's uh, news and gossip is so diplomatic. The way that he like oh, yeah. treats everyone very nicely and politely, you know, like like like. I uh, try to. You're very good at that. There's no reason not that. to, really. Yeah. yeah. When I want someone well, to go get mad about something and take all the issues of skill shot and throw them in the trash. Yeah, right. right. But I mean, in, in situations like the, where there is kind of a bad guy and there's a good guy and there, everybody is on Facebook dissing the bad guy, the, you know, the theoretical bad guy, and then you can word it so well in the news and gossip, the print version, to where it makes the, everybody seem like they're happy or something. And like, mm-hmm. You know, we should all feel good about this situation kind of a thing. I don't know if I make it you, you, like that. You're, you're good. I, mean, you're, I say you're it in a way that's not. I try to do it in a way that I feel is like we're not accusing somebody. I feel like we're gonna end up making a lot of cuts because yeah, like we're, we're just kind of divulging into like we'll see. We'll casual see how much, conversation. We'll see how much time I have on Tuesday to make yeah. cuts. But uh, yeah, we should definitely start wrapping this up for sure because <laughs> like it's midnight. And yeah. Oh, yeah. We, are, um, we are recording late on, and Sunday we are like night. well over our hour that we usually do for this. Yeah, I think our longest episode yet was uh, episode seven, which was the musical guest yeah. episode, and. And you we know, still have like a game to play. We still have shout outs. We still have yeah. butters to read. We got some stuff. So let's yeah. let's move forward. Uh, Narwhal opened. That was uh, cool when that happened. Uh, Skillshot fifth year anniversary. Uh, we talked about that. R.I.P. Mark Farrell. Uh, he passed that away in 2012. Uh, yeah. Um, 
Brackalope, the tournament uh, oh, software f- came out. That's when we started hosting. It really was a game changer. That's right, yeah. And uh, Shorty's uh, started hosting. Uh, sorry. Skillshot started hosting the uh, Shorty's tournaments. Thank you. Because Larry didn't want to do it anymore. <laughs> and I can see why, because uh, it was just getting too big and unwieldy and taking too much of his time. Absolutely. And uh, Ava had asked us if we would do it. And I was hesitant until Jeff Groper agreed to do it with us because of, um, and he brought along the Brackalope. Mm-hmm. And that's what people had wanted it to be done electronically for a while now. Yeah, that really changed the game in a lot of ways. Yeah, uh, Brack- Brackalope's a great app. Great app. Yeah, highly recommended for all tournaments. Uh, John John's opened uh, at the end of that year as well, uh, or in the later half of the, that year. Um, let's let's uh, let's keep plugging forward. Talk about 2013. What do you want to touch upon there? Uh, we switched printers again to Rainier Copy when Don got a real job. <laughs> and that was good for a while until something happened with their machine and they started not giving a crap. And then, then we moved on with them. Uh, we did that uh, skill shot number 31 was uh, in color. Mm-hmm. Or we, try, we tried to make it in <laughs> color anyways. We did like about 200 and something issues before the yellow ran out. And then I had to remake the cover to be a black and white cover. Yeah, and then we'd redo it and make it so it could be black and white again. That's a limited edition if you got a skill shot 31 in color. Congratulations. <laughs> uh, uh, skill shot app for Android came out, and Android users, go pick it up now. It's very handy, just a speedier, friendlier way than uh, than going to skill-shot.com. Yeah, not not to um, just uh, the pinball maps, but uh, they are they're great because for they do uh, do a lot of, of different cities and they do have Seattle, but I have to um, to our horn that the Skillshot part of the Seattle the Skillshot version of the Seattle map or of the pinball locations and stuff like that is much more accurate because of our all our friends and tips and stuff from the community. Mm-hmm. I used to I used to be the editor of the Seattle part of the pinballmaps.com for a while, but it was too much for me to, to <laughs> juggle our website. Who does it now? I'm not sure. So was 2013 the first year that you had a table at Short Run then? Is that correct? Yes. Ah, yes. Wasn't it? Because we you. haven't gone to the Short Run for 2015, and we've done it twice. Right, so yeah. It twice. So, okay. Yeah. Sergi and Heather were uh, hosting we- weeklies at a Flip Flip. No, no, at, fl- at weekly ball. Flip Flips. That makes yeah, a yeah. lot yeah. more sense because Flip Flip weekly Flip Offs. Uh, the Flip Offs. Really sorry, yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, I'm just looking at the notes and trying to, trying to riff. That's off like of the that. rise of the weekly tournaments, and then um, where the pinball, the Seattle pinball calendar started becoming much more complicated. Mm-hmm. Um, after that, I remember like Julie Gray was. Uh, trying to just coordinate the SPL with all the other annuals and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And I have, that, that's something I've kind of taken on on the Skillshot website is just really help coordinating. And yeah. yeah, I do the calendar. Uh, I try to keep it a couple months and at the beginning, a couple months ahead, but at the beginning of the year, I'll start, I'll just like start tapping in all the um, annuals that people know about and, mm-hmm. and get people to communicate with me. I feel like it's more complete than the uh, IFPA sometimes. Like, oh, I'm just go to the Skillshot calendar to find out about tournaments. 
especially in the Seattle, Seattle area. Well, not all the tournaments are for IFPA. Totally, so, right, yeah. So, so I try to be. include other events, like when there's the pinball swap meet and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So uh, 2013 was episodes, tw- or so episodes sorry, issues. again, <laughs> issues 27 through 31, uh, and a bunch of places were still opening up. Like, really, this from from the beginning of Skillshot through now, like, the... the explosion of uh pinball in the seattle area and the puget sound in general uh, is, has been crazy high score burgers replay cafe ballard full tilt ballard in full tilt was already open at that point they oh. just started having weeklies oh this is the weekly uh yeah. thing okay fair enough yeah that's right no they were open 2011 because yeah, I, I worked well, there when they opened okay mm-hmm. all right uh northwest pinball and arcade show moved to tacoma uh, Skillshot started hosting the Tommy tournament, and you can get to the next one in March or yeah. April. Yeah, was, um, we yeah. started doing the after we did that first Shorty's annual. Then, uh, along with Groper, we just started doing the Tommy tournament, Powder Puff tournament. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we and took Tom, over. The, we took over Larry Reed's spot. The, the Tommy, Basically, the yeah. Tommy tournament is so much fun. It mm-hmm. is a good time. Yeah. yeah. Um, Blue Star Creeper played at the folding party. Uh, I did a Sublime play. song. That's yeah, right. I remember that. <laughs> Never forget. Second uh, color issue for number 31 for Halloween. Yeah. That was fun. We, we talked about that a bit. Uh, and uh, 8-Bit Arcade opens. And I did not get down there until this summer when we met Ed Robertson there. Oh, I man. Can't oh really? Yeah. It took, yeah, it took oh me two gosh, years so to get good. down there. And it's a fantastic spot, you know? Flip Flip opened in 2014. We're just going to move right along. Yeah. Let's chug, chug, chug. Yeah. Uh, we got the red website revamp. Yeah, that's yeah, right. That, that happened in, uh, last year. Mm-hmm. Uh, shout out uh, to... What was her name? Anna? No. Alice. 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 Okay. Thank you, Alice, so she much for the website redesign. And Andrew. Um, yes. And yeah. Andrew. And Andrew. Yeah. Cool. It looks brilliant. Yeah. Uh, Pinball Seattle, the uh, seasonal... Uh, Bar League, yeah. Yeah, Bar mm-hmm. Leagues started up, and that was a lot of uh, that. I, I haven't been Still able to participate, is. but like it's just fun to just watch from a distance, frankly. Yeah, yeah I don't know. So much. Uh, Facebook started getting crappy about the way that they dealt with pages. So, you know, go to our website more often, please. Uh, I don't know. We, we moved to uh, Minutemen Press. Uh, is there anything else we really want to touch upon in 2014? Well, we hit, did that. Uh, our their our birthday party, our seventh anniversary, and with our guest Ronald McFonald. Oh yes, and Ronald McFonald uh, is going to be our special guest once again this year as well. Fantastic! And uh, since it's not a holiday weekend, we're expecting uh, many more clowns. It's going to be a clown party, <laughs> and uh, best amateur clowns going to win prizes as well. And you can actually dress up like a clown this time, as opposed to No Sweet's friend that showed up to one of our anniversary parties as a clown and was the only one. <laughs> he was like, he was like, I thought, where's all the rest of the clowns? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> that was so, so good. So You're amazing. the only one. Yeah. Uh, we'll we'll plug it again, but again, but uh, that that party we're talking about is Sunday, October fourth at Shorty's. Sunday, October fourth at Shorty's. What time is that going to start, Gordon? Uh, three. Three o'clock. Okay. Yeah, it's like, like a, a first week, Sunday first tournament. Sunday tournament. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Starts be at the, three. Be there. Be square. Uh, yeah. 2015 is where we're at now. Episodes or ep- uh, all night, <laughs> all night. S- issues 37 through 40. Uh, Which 40 we, hasn't come out yet. It has not it come out now. yet. But you might notice uh, for for those uh, math uh, geniuses out there that that was numerology numbers. Yeah. yeah. 
only four issues are coming out in 2015. So, right. sorry guys. But... I was feeling a little burned out from Pinball yeah. Seattle and uh, just keeping the website up. I just wanted to do four issues. There's a lot yeah, of work. there's so much to oh. tackle. Like it's it's totally understandable. Quality but, over quantity. At this, you know, but I I think that we've established though that we're going back to five issues next year. Well, let's play it by ear. Yeah, yeah that's, we'll, uh, we'll do a vote. There's a lot going what is on. It, uh, to be determined. TBD. Yeah. But the point is, this is an exciting time for Skillshot. You're listening currently to the tenth episode of the Skillshot Pincast. Oh, yes. We're about to celebrate our eighth anniversary, uh, and immediately thereafter will be the fortieth issue of Skillshot. So yes. just just Some soak cool in. Right there. Yeah. yeah. Soak it all in. Everything's Although com- if- everything's coming up Skillshot. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Although if we do do uh, five He's issues for the next <laughs> if we do five issues for the next ten next two years, that would get us to issue number fifty and and our tenth year anniversary. Which would be wonderful. That yeah. was, that was so, the plan. That's the conversation yeah. I, I had with I, you. I, I like that idea a lot. Yeah. I think I think that that's something we should aspire to. Um, you know, other things going on. Uh, we'll we'll talk about this again. But uh, another big thing going on this year. Uh, we talked about it at the beginning. Uh, is the shorties block. Uh, development issues it could be torn down we're going to do our best to make sure it doesn't get torn down uh but moving forward we we did our recap of uh the many years of skillshot the eight years of skillshot and uh let's talk about emails we've received and then we're going to play some name that game and then we are going to do plugs and then we are going to close it out yeah all right so kayla set up uh skillshot pincast at gmail.com please email us uh questions comments etc uh and we didn't think we were getting anything for a while but it yeah. turns out we just weren't checking it i'm a little bit heartbroken that we didn't <laughs> check it earlier because we were checking it like really uh for a couple weeks we were on yeah. top of it like like every couple of days like one of us would check it and then like while i'm in berlin someone from berlin emails us and i'm oh, like oh man. gosh oh, i didn't see it until i had already gotten home yeah alex i don't know how to pronounce your last name i'm not gonna butcher butcher on the bleh, butcher it on yeah. the yeah tube uh Alex, uh, thank you so much for writing in. I'm so sorry that you know we yeah. didn't have the right timing, but uh, Alex wrote us a lot of wonderful things. Uh, uh, shared some photos of uh, uh, some pictures of uh, tournaments that awesome. happened in Berlin. I actually haven't uh, seen that reply yet. That's good. Yeah, we'll have to read that uh, not on the air later. But uh, we really appreciate you uh, reaching out to us, and uh, yeah. He he uh he had some really kind words for us and we really appreciate that. Other folks that wrote in, uh Hartman, thank you so much. Uh he he learned about us from uh Kayla's interview on Coast to Coast Pinball. Uh he said he immediately listened to our first episode and he's gone through every episode in the span of a week and we immediately took first place, number yeah. one, for favorite pinball podcast. Yay. And, <laughs> Yay. He said if we're ever in Louisville, Kentucky, we need to check out Zanzibar. And that's not the well, first. Damn. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, Zanzibar. Uh, it is on my radar now. Uh, Eric Morales, thank you so much for writing. Uh, I asked him uh, after his kind words uh, if he had any suggestions as to what we should uh, do in the future and I want to share one of his ideas which I thought was wonderful have a captain from each Monday Night Pinball League team on maybe have the owners from Central Arcades come on be be interviewed 
I, I love that idea. I think, uh, you know, doing an episode based around the Bar League would be really cool. Mm-hmm. Um, there are a lot of things we could still do in town. Uh, Allison. We all love Allison. Yes. Allison Ray, uh, wrote in and she asked us this. Are there any plans of releasing a collection of the Skillshot articles? It would be really lovely to have a handy book of the tips and tricks that you've collected over the years in the zines and also the commentary on pinball culture that so many great minds have contributed to. Hmm. Think a collection it's a... of like yeah. a book? Yeah, like a compilation. Hmm. It has not been thought about, but I don't see why not. I, I thought think... about doing that for yeah. some of my other zines and as well, so... It, yeah, I think it's a great idea, and uh, you know, to a certain extent, the website serves that purpose. But it would be really cool to have a physical thing, like mm-hmm. um, like you a know. pinball cheat sheet to have in your back pocket, almost. Yeah, yeah, you know, it's it's definitely the sort of thing that you can't just like commit to on the spot. But like, I think I think it's tickled the ears of all of us in this room. So yeah, thank you for sharing that idea, Allison. Yeah. Um, gosh, uh, I think there might have been another email or two, and I apologize if I've. Um, I had a few comments from uh, Facebook when we asked people. Oh, yeah, please. So, uh, HDS asks if there's ever any creative differences in content and how do they resolve them. This happens all the time. But, yeah, like but, every, every time. Yeah. <laughs> but, I mean, we all come at it as a group of friends that work with each other, not against each other. So, I mean, it, it pans out eventually. Sometimes it takes the next morning for people to get over their ego being bruised. But, <laughs> yeah. like, it all works out fine. A lot of it has to do with punctuation. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and why don't they have wine with their neighbors? Well, that's uh, something that, she's uh, talking about me. Yeah. She lives near me. <laughs> Sorry, age. I'll come have wine with you soon. Awesome. Um, Aaron McAbee says, have you ever modified or changed your content over the time to be more accessible to a larger crowd? What question do you hate being asked about the zine? Um, what famous pair do you compare each other to? I'll take that one. Okay. <laughs> Is it Bert and Ernie? Because that's what Michael Warfield said. Uh, yeah, he said that a long time ago. Wait, what's the question? What famous what? What famous pair do you compare yourself Chuck to? Chuck D and Flavor Flav. Ooh, <laughs> nice. I was going to say God and Jesus. Ooh, God and Jesus. You're clearly um, Jesus because you have a better beard. Yeah, thank you. And also, thank you. you know, Gordon is, is so much better. better at the end of yeah, the day. Yeah, he's omnipotent. Yeah. Um, and then Eva was asking, uh, how far reaching is Skillshot's audience? I think we're at 2,500 copies each issue. Is that right? I think it's I did 26 last time. Oh, okay. I'll have to look at it. If um, We're doing four issues. I just need to up it a little bit more again because I ran out of issues. I thought we... That's when um, I'm looking at the box and saying, no, we're running out. It's time to do a new issue. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, and, and that number is tricky no matter how you measure it. Like, you know, there are definitely issues that disappear. It's not, not like necessarily 2,600 people staring at every issue, but at the same time, we have our website that gets viewed by yeah. a lot of people. Like, when we try to measure the numbers for the like podcast, it's it's really hard to like you know we see like oh 200, 300, 400 listens for these episodes, but mm-hmm. are those unique listens really like so? But point is, we've got hundreds, if not thousands, of Skillshot readers and listeners. Yeah. Okay. More questions. Um, that's all I have for yeah? now. I mean. Oh man. I kind of abridged a few of the write-ins, but I mean, like Eva also wants to know who, what everyone's favorite game is and why, but I feel like we Didn't she have this... a, what was her question at the end? Didn't she have um, how far reaching is Skillshot's audience? Oh, that was her? Yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. But, so you, you have a couple people that subscribe, like where you actually send them. Yeah, oh, many, yeah we have like, about 35 subscribers. Like people Like that, John Chad. Yeah. How many of yeah. those are outside of the Seattle area that subscribe? 
Probably most of, most of them, yeah. Probably about, like, I think about 10 of them are in the Seattle area, mm-hmm. and then the, all the rest are outside. Because you I, mail them, yeah. Yeah, we mail them. I write out the envelopes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. Sometimes, I used to have to lick the envelopes, but now we got the peel off. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> That's <laughs> how I am godlike. By <laughs> <laughs> buying the envelopes with this. Self-sealing. Yeah. Thank you, so God. Brad doesn't have to keep <laughs> oh, licking thank them. Oh, God. What do you oh, think about man. playing a game? Yeah, let's uh, play okay, name let's, that yeah. game and then close it out. Unless, uh, is there anything else that we're missing before we do that? Um, I mean, I, I feel like sorry. Go ahead. Shout outs again. Oh yeah, yeah we have, plugs we've got plugs that we need yeah. to do. Yeah, for sure. Uh, we'll we'll get to plugs after the game, um, and some shout outs. Uh, and honestly, Slayer. I feel like we could easily. <laughs> <laughs> I think that yeah, that's wrapped up. Yeah. I, I, do, I, I feel like we could easily. Uh, Fill another episode. Oh, we could probably do this for a whole month. Oh, we could do this for hours. It's so easy and it gets conversational, and that's my favorite way to have this. Definitely. So I hope people listening to this are having as good of a time as we are, just like (laughs) talking about this shit. Yeah. Um, Oops. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Well, Gordon's a dude. We'll see. I honestly, no guarantees how much editing is happening because I get one night between now and Wednesday to actually edit it. Yeah. Okay. (laughs) <laughs> We're going to play Name That Game. Yay! I'm really excited to play Name That Game with you guys. Um, and you guys are all going to get this. Oh, my goodness. Uh, I'm really, really bad at Name That Game. Well, are we actually going to do the thing where we don't shout it out when we yes. get the answer? Yeah, please. Okay, I'm sorry, Raise your everyone. hand in the room if you have it. And oh, okay. we'll Yeah. Um, okay. Well, how do we make sure Brad doesn't hear? We write it on a answer. piece of paper oh, or okay. we, we yeah. describe it by smell because Brad can't smell. <laughs> Ah, go there. <laughs> wow. All right. All right. Oh, Low blows good. aside. That was good. Thanks, Kayla. Let's, yeah. play Thank some, you. Uh, let's play some name that game. If you think you know it, uh, just raise your hand or just say, I think I know it, and keep it to yourself. And we'll, the rest of the people will guess. And when the final person thinks they know it, they'll start saying it out loud, and we'll see where we go from All there. All right. All right. Here we go. Y'all ready? Yeah. Okay. You're such a jerk sometimes. Like, what is that? <laughs> yeah, well, it'll get okay. yeah. Yeah, I, You it'll know, get I easier. start hard and yeah, it gets yeah. easier. Yeah. Any, any, anybody feel like they know it? Uh, oh, if you, if you raise your hand, does that mean you have to like no, lock we're not in? Like, no, you're not saying it. No, you know, we're we're on the honor system. Like, okay. you can you can completely. I'm, I'm you should not, just I'm raise your hand here. now, and then at the <laughs> end, be like, "Oh yeah, I knew it on sound one." Oh, yeah. right. <laughs> Could do that. <laughs> All right, yeah. here's sound two. Uh, here. Uh, in a minute. Sorry. Here we go. <laughs> oh my god. Wow. Sound familiar? No. It sounds like the soundtrack of not knowing what the game is and like wah, 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 wah. yeah I have, a, I have a guess but I don't, i'm not sure yet yeah uh, i bet your guess is pretty good let's uh let's hear the next one though that sounds more familiar to me but i'm not sure what it is nobody feels locked in yet no not at all i know these are pretty old school sounds so mm-hmm. it's it's kind of hard to like <gasps> oh there's a clue in what he just oh, said yeah, yeah. it's true it's, it's true old. okay yeah. old school okay here comes the next one i knew that sound was coming next i know this game i can't remember what it's yeah. freaking called you all know this game yeah i know for a fact you all know oh this game oh my god 
Ready? Yeah. Any, anybody feel like they they have it in their their head? Gordon, you said you had a sense of it. You you think you know it? Yeah, I think it's. Um, what did you say? No, 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 no don't say it yet. I, I I bet you're probably right. Uh, let's let's hear the next sound. We'll see how you feel about it. Okay. Yeah, I do. I know. I know. You got it. Mm-hmm. Okay, Brad. I have no idea what okay. this game is. Do you both feel like you? I know it for sure. Absolutely. Is that the last yeah. one? No, there. I'm more. locked in. Okay. Yeah. All right, you're locked in, mm-hmm. and I feel like Gordon, you haven't. I'm wavered. waffling in between two. Oh, games really? Now. Okay, interesting. Okay, well, here we go. Here's the next one. Do you know it, Brad? Come on. That, that <laughs> does sound really familiar. I bet it does. Yeah, I can tell you who did their music for it, and even wow, yeah. Gordon, Brad, you if you don't know shirt? this one, I'm embarrassed. Okay, you're walking so, home. Uh, <laughs> okay, so, so you well, both you're not know driving it. me anywhere. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Gordon and Caleb both know it. Then I'm. It's, I think it's safe to say, Brad, you're gonna get it. Don't worry. Okay, there I'm gonna come. try. Oh, wait, do can you do that again? Uh, sure. Let's see. <sighs> Yeah, I, I, that doesn't sound like anything. Okay, you'll get it. Xenon. Xenon. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Yay, I got it. Yeah. <laughs> Music done by Susan Chianti. Oh, yeah. there we go. First, yeah. uh, second talking pinball machine. First to have a woman do the soundtrack. Fun. Yes, I remember that. I remember this information. I wrote about it in Teen ACDC. This is why yeah. I know this information. <laughs> There's yeah. a really cool video on uh, YouTube. Yeah, I've seen that too. It's really, really good. Yeah. Um, I was actually surprised that you didn't do Theater of Magic since it was the Skillshot office. Yeah. Like, that would have been so well, obvious. But that's that's yeah. why I did Xenon because it used to be. Oh, okay. Yeah, that was before. That was before my yeah. time. Yeah. But yeah. I, I had a feeling you would know it anyway. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and also, I think Theater Magic's a little harder to isolate sounds that aren't evident immediately yeah so where they're yeah. saying like you have the magic yeah <laughs> you must <laughs> um, shoot for the magic box all right so it's uh the end of the episode and we're going to do plugs now uh first things first let's talk about the plugs that we've already uh, uh name checked over the the course of the evening uh skill shot eighth anniversary party uh sunday october 4th at Shorty's. It's going to be really fun. Yeah. It's Party gonna be, and It's going to be kind of fun. That's going to no, be no, totally no, fun. Yeah. <laughs> yes. With special guest Ronald McFondled. I would recommend dressing like a clown so that Ronald does not do your makeup because it's going to be uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Party. Yeah. Ronald McFondle. Yeah. Emphasis on the dondle. On the fondle. <laughs> oh, Clean your yeah. calendar <laughs> now because, you know, where else do you even want to be? Seriously. <laughs> exactly. Um, and just a few short days later... At City Hall, uh, the next public board meeting, which anyone who's interested in this issue, I'm, I'm reading verbatim off of a quote from Seattleish.com now. Thank you, Hannah. Uh, which anyone who's interested in this issue is encouraged to attend is on October 7th, Wednesday, October 7th at 3.30 p.m. in room 4060 on the 40th floor of Seattle, uh, Seattle Municipal Tower. Wow, I'm really tongue-tied today. 700 Fifth Avenue. Uh, you gotta show up. Uh, it's gonna be great. We're gonna have a big crowd. Even if you don't have a statement prepared to say, like, 
just having bodies in the room exactly. is going to be a, yeah. a big important deal. Uh, if you want to learn more about the issue uh, regarding uh, the the uh, potential redevelopment of the block that Shorty's is on, go to Facebook and look for the uh, group Shorty Goes to Washington. Shorty Goes to Washington. It's a closed group, so you'll need to uh, you know request uh, joining, but you're you're more than you know you you request and we'll get you in basically. Mm-hmm. Um, We're going to try to have something at the uh, skill shop party. If you can't make it to the meeting on Wednesday, we'll have like some kind of uh, information or something that people will sign. Cool. A petition of some sort. Yeah. Yeah. uh, Excellent. Josh Black said that he was going to try to get something together. I'm sure Allison will. Yeah. Allison is there and doing that stuff. Yeah. Allison's been fantastic about this whole thing. Yeah. So, yeah, if you if you can't take Wednesday off of work or if you just if it's not going to work out for you. All the more reason to come out to Shorty's at Sunday, uh, October 4th at 3 p.m. for the 8th anniversary party for Skillshot. Uh, what else do we have to plug? Skillshot Folding Party. That's right. Skillshot Folding, folding Party for Issue 40 is going to be Tuesday, October 27th, right? Tuesday. Mm-hmm. Is that the 27th? October, it, yep. Yes, That's it, I believe then. so. Uh, that's usually 930, yeah. the lookout on Capitol Hill, mm-hmm. the corner of Bellevue, Bellevue, and Bellevue. And of course, you can find all <laughs> of true. this information uh, on Facebook uh, if you follow Skillshot or on Twitter uh, at Skillshot Seattle. No E on the end of Seattle because there's a character limitation. And uh, I've got a few more. Skill-shot.com. Yep, skill-shot.com. Mm-hmm. Always. Uh, what else you got, Kayla? Um, I just wanted to say, like, if anyone. I feel like anyone that listens to this also knows about Coast to Coast Pinball, but I did do an interview on there before I left, and mm-hmm. I'd appreciate it if people listened to it. I got a lot of uh, got a lot of feedback on that. Definitely on <laughs> pin side, a few personal messages, a few emails, but I uh, just talked to Nate Shivers about pinball and my own experiences in it. It's episode one eighty seven. Um, I'd really appreciate it if you gave it a check out, and then also um, from Jordan Semro um, on November fifth to the sixth. He's doing a promotion at another Castle Arcade in, um, in what is Edmonds. Edmonds. I almost said Everett, and that's wrong. Okay, in Edmonds. Um, so it's for Extra Life, the Seattle's Children's Hospital benefits from this. All games are on free play. It's a ten dollars suggested donation, and twenty percent of the bar tap goes to the Children's Hospital um, to support Seattle Children's Hospital. So it's a good fundraiser that they're doing, and you should check it out. Awesome, awesome. Anything else, guys? I don't think so. All right. Nope. Bola Savada. Yeah, but yeah. support local pinball. Support That's local right. pinball. Thanks, guys. It only takes one ball. It only takes one ball. <laughs>